Alright, I've been close to call I've been, been really close to calling it for the past week, but today's the day. Today's the day that we finally do it. Today's the day that we acknowledge Notre Dame as one of the worst online fan bases in all of college football. And I'm going to read you the one post, Parker, and I think it was from a 24-7 sports board, uh, irishillustrated.com, that sent it over the top. Oh boy, oh boy. Here's what it, uh, was said last night. OU, defense is trash. OU, degree is trash. OU, barely made a bowl game. OU, got smacked by their rival. Absolutely got smacked. OU, graduation rates pertaining to African Americans, garbage, pure garbage, embarrassingly bad. OU, Venables, LOL. What needs to be said here? Half their board wants him gone already. OU, SEC, LOL. Can't win Big 12 games consistently, yet uh, they are going to be a factor in the SEC. Laughable. OU, defensive players in the league currently. Name some, I honestly can't. OU fans, tell me where I'm wrong. I don't want to hear anything else but facts. Where am I wrong on any of that? You may get Peyton Bowen, but you are trash. You follow Texas around like a little blank. Matter of fact, you are their little blank. What that must feel like to have another school dictate your conference in entire existence. Sad. Little Texas. That's OU, basically. When Daddy Texas calls and tells y'all what to do, you get your blanking gear and follow suit. Has four months really shifted the narrative this drastically? What's wrong with these people? What's going on? It's like a daily occurrence for these fools now. Throwing out stuff like that. Oh, it's just like the most... First first off, it's appalling, the vast majority of stuff that has been posted on that site about Peyton Bowen and his family and his girl. Like, And it's not... I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush. Not all Notre Dame fans are the worst. But there are some... There are some individuals. There are some human beings that hide behind screen names and avatars. That are some of the worst of humanity. That's why I said worst uh, online fan base right now. I don't know who is uh, in the top five of the worst online fan base, but I'm I'm ready to put Notre Dame in that group with the way that they've acted here recently. Jeez. I saw one Notre Dame poster comment last night. Peyton's girlfriend isn't even that hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the opinion of some 50-year-old dude that? on a message board matters. See? They're proving me right day in and day out. Who even says that? Comments on a soon-to-be, I mean, jeez. Well, hey, maybe all this means is that Peyton Bowen is even better than we thought. Because <laughs> I, I do think that there's a correlation, Parker, between how good a player is and how psycho a fan base will get over him uh, or gets on him o- online. Uh, they, like, he has riled up the Notre Dame fan base. He has broken the he Golden Domers, man. He must be a future, Hall of Fa- future NFL Hall Peyton of Famer. Peyton Bowen has broken the Golden Domers. God, these uh, people. <laughs> somebody on the text line said, Oklahoma has also never been beaten by Marshall at home. That's true. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, hey, and it's quite seemed, recently, as a matter of fact. It seemed like a while since uh, OU's won a national championship. Well, it's been 22 years, uh, all the way back in 2000. But theirs was in 1988. 1988 is the last time Notre Dame won a national championship. Uh, somebody just texted, "Is there an update on Peyton Bowen?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, Peyton Bowen is going to single-handedly fire up the OU Notre Dame rivalry again. That's that's currently the update. Uh, <laughs> somebody said 
<laughs> Peyton Bowen's girlfriend is hotter than Manti Teo's girlfriend. That's fantastic. Hey, I didn't necessarily plan on this today. Uh, uh, that's what OU's pitch should be. Go, Come to Oklahoma where the girlfriends are real. If you guys want to spend an entire hour today just making fun of Notre Dame, I, I've got the time and I've got the segments. I assure you of that. We, we can definitely do that today on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. It was just amazing. What, what did it say? Um, O-U-S-E-C, L-O-L. Can't win any Big 12 games consistently, yet they're going to be a factor in the SEC. My God, Notre Dame, like you're supposed to be one, supposed to be one of the more educated fan bases out there in college football. Um, you don't realize, though, that this was a one-year step back in this conference, and OU has dominated this league for the past 21 years before this season. So I, that's, a pretty t- that's a pretty rough take there, saying that OU can't consistently win games in the conference. Go look at the overall winning percentage in this league since 2000. It'll say otherwise. They are in total coping mode up in South Bend. Yeah, this is what like, this is how this, you must act when you know it's about to not go your way. Well, and here's the thing. It's been like this for five months now. Really, actually what kicked it off was the first time I said, I think it was July. July 20th. Yes, I remember the date. Where I first publicly said, yeah, Peyton Mullen's not sticking with Notre Dame. That was meltdown number one. Subsequently, there was meltdown number two and meltdown number three and meltdown number – I think we're on meltdown number 18 or 19. At this oh, point. It's, the, it's the worst one. You follow Texas around like a little blank. Matter of fact, you are their little blank. What that must feel like to have another school dictate your conference in an entire existence. Yeah, you wouldn't know about a conference. You're too scared, too scared to roll into a conference. So let's not be talking about conference and the standing of uh, one team's in that league. OU's dominated this league. What are you even talking about trying to take shots about OU in the Big 12? Big dummy. Come yeah, on. By the way, pay attention. In, other, in related news, we had it broken on the text line at the end of last hour that apparently Muleshoe is in Oklahoma visiting Trace Ford. So uh, for those of you that want to bring your torches and pitchforks out to Stillwater, I guess that's where he is per... One listener that apparently has some connections on the text line. Um, Can we do that? Can we leave the show now? <laughs> buy some. Uh, I don't. I don't have a spare pitchfork, but I, I'm down to go buy one on the way up there. I'm sure Stillwater has plenty of pitchforks, right? Uh, if you're looking to avoid a pitchforks, Stillwater's probably a bad place. to Yeah, in Stillwater, you can probably <laughs> just step out of the car and right? grab one. Yeah. So uh, be careful up there, Mule Shoe. Be um, careful. Notre Dame hasn't won a major bowl in almost 30 years. What do they think they have on OU whatsoever? Yeah, okay, that's a good point is, you know, they've played in major bowl games recently, but, yeah, I think it's been like 30 years. They won the – no, they lost the uh, Fiesta Bowl in 2000. They lost the Sugar Bowl in like 06. They've lost the the national championship in 2012, both playoff games that they've played in. Like even the major bowl games they played in, they've lost those games. So – yeah, Notre Dame. If you want to talk smack, there's some programs you t- can talk smack to. Oklahoma is not one of them. Sorry. Go look elsewhere. Go go talk smack to Purdue. That's maybe more of your speed, judging by your success the past 20 years. Uh, Notre Dame leads the nation in passing judgment, says one listener. <laughs> Another asks, yeah. hey, guys, is Notre Dame recruiting a replacement for Peyton Bowen, or is he going to bail on them last minute? 
Uh, they've recruited several replacements for him. They've got Ben Minich in the class. They've got Brandon Hillman in the class. Both of those guys were players that OU offered at the safety position. So Notre Dame's not up a creek without a paddle if they don't get Peyton Bowen. However, the number three team in the 24-7 sports team recruiting rankings will no longer be Notre Dame if Peyton Bowen flips. Uh, it will be the University of Oklahoma. Ronald Reagan was president last time Notre Dame won a title. That's from Sean. Ronald Reagan. The president last oh. time Notre Dame won a national championship. Uh, one listener says, can we tar and feather Mule Shoe, please? Yes. Live coverage of the tar and feather event in Stillwater. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I can't read some of these. People are getting very imaginative with their Notre Dame slander. It's payback for play like a champion. Uh, Mule, Mule is visiting the ag school to learn how to cook brisket. Oh, this is like our dream, Parker. Like the, the text line is like merged into half Notre Dame hate and half Lincoln Riley hates all in one all in one segment. This is like beautiful. Uh, the, somebody oh, said gosh. the Golden Domers are like they're always after me. Lucky Charms. Nice. Uh, camo sooner. While you were reading the Notre Dame fans meltdown, I pictured Chevy Chase going on his tirade in Christmas Vacation. Um, I didn't have to get the tile at all at the end of it though. That's the good part. <laughs> Uh, Notre Dame wouldn't enter a conference so they could keep the heated rivalry with Navy. Yeah, their last major bowl win was the 93 Cotton Bowl. Congratulations, guys! Yeah, all that tradition out there in South Bend, Indiana. According to Nick on the text line, there's a tractor supply on Perkins Road in Stillwater. Buy your pitchforks there. There's only one? I I thought there would be multiple tractor supplies on on South Perkins Road there in Stillwater. Um, (laughs) man... Y'all are popping off. I love it. Uh, this listener says, I saw it earlier today from someone, but girlfriends are sadly not 100% undefeated. Jason Llewellyn's girlfriend plays softball for Texas Tech, and we got him. Well, yeah, I mean, girlfriends aren't undefeated when they go to glorify junior college. Right, exactly. Yes. Yes, that's the only L's they take is when the decision is between Texas Tech and Oklahoma. And even at that point, uh, Jace is like, yeah, probably need to, re- need to roll to OU on, on this one. Probably uh, best of my intentions. Uh, Notre Dame wouldn't enter a conference so they could keep the rivalry with Navy. Yeah, you read that one. Um, I, I can't read that one. 41-57, that's really good. Peyton says maybe the Music City Bowl is a bigger win there, or the Sun Bowl maybe. Yeah, those are the wins that they have been uh, collecting here recently. Oh, we have a Doug text. Guys, please continue your incredible hypocrisy. You are ripping Notre Dame for their social media posts because they are saying nasty things about OU. Yet you praise OU social media posts when they attack others like a shark sensing blood in the water. Yes. Very professional broadcast. Duh, Doug, try to get the text line going. Come on. What does he expect? Hey, this is the home of Sooner fans, is it not? Uh, did we ever use the words that were used in that uh, message board post, though? Yeah, I don't believe so. I don't don't believe things (laughs) have gotten to uh, Peyton Bowen's girlfriend is not that hot territory. Yeah, that now that's that's like way weird, way weird. That is weird and way over the. That's that's already showing your L. Uh, Notre Dame fans are so mad and it's hilarious. It's from Coy. Uh, You can't talk about beauty when you're known for hunchbacks. (laughs) Yes. You guys are on one today. It's it's awesome. And uh, oh, and just to further it. add some perspective, I'm 40 years old, and the last time Notre Dame won the national title, I was in kindergarten. See, don't even remember it. No one even remembers the last time Notre Dame won a national championship. Georgia Tech, Colorado, or a couple of teams 
that have won national championships more recently than the proud football history of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Now Doug's really getting oh, it. Doug's, Dang it. Doug's taking a beating. So I thought the text line was just going to be Notre Dame hate, Lincoln hate. Now it's Notre Dame hate, Lincoln hate, and Doug hate. Uh, somebody said if Jeez. Llewellyn's girlfriend hits 30 bombs this year, she'll be at OU. The, 11 days until Christmas, and all we're seeing on the text line right now is hate, Parker. Not a lot of happiness. Hey, real, real quick before we hit it, uh, our opening timeout here. Any big takeaways from the new 24-7 sports rankings that were uh, released last night? Uh, Samuel Masigo is a guy we don't talk about enough. We don't rarely talk about him. Yeah. And is it just because he's a quiet dude? Is it because he's committed for so long? Is it because he plays small-town high school football in Texas? I don't know. But that dude just keeps going up and up and up and up. Six months ago, he was a mid-range three-star guy. Now he is the number seven linebacker in America and a consensus top 100 prospect. So, yeah, I, and OU's had some players that have really just kind of shot up the charts here uh, throughout the season. Jackson Arnold was certainly one. P.J. Adabare uh, certainly one. And then you mentioned Samuel Omasigo. OU has seven top 100 players uh, with these new rankings, and they have two out there that they still have a chance with. One the guy that's driving a wedge through the middle of the Notre Dame fan base, Peyton Bowen. The other is Mr. Bullcut himself, Cecilia Kana. Oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about DJ Hicks at all. Uh, I, they have a chance with a third. Okay, yeah, the DJ Hicks. Be third. The chance yes. is not great, but the chance is there. So theoretically, if everything were to go right, you could have ten top one hundred players. I don't have the math in front of me, Parker. But I believe that that's 10% of the top 100 players. You could have that on signing hang day. On, hang on, hang on, Calculating. Yeah, just do the, uh, do the numbers 10%, there. bingo. Uh, but me thinks most likely you're going to have nine top 100 players uh, come signing day, which that's that's a heck of a get, man. That's, that's, a, that's a strong class for 2023. 405-651-3439 is the Air Coverage Solutions text line, which, by the way, a week from the day is National Signing Day. We'll get you ready. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We're the homeless Suter fans. Locked in with McComas and Thune, live on the ref. We are the homeless Sooner fans. Inside the Brian O'Haver studios, the ref Army's tuned in nationwide once again today. Akron, Ohio is tuned in. Tacoma, Washington. Albany, New York. Baltimore, Maryland. Hope, Indiana. Red Springs, North Carolina. And our small town of the day, Westville, Oklahoma. Westville, Oklahoma, our small Oklahoma town of the day. I'm going to assume Westville, Oklahoma is on the west side of the state. You know what? I had a uh, wide map view of uh, the state of Oklahoma when I pull it up. Let me get to here where exactly Westville, Oklahoma is. It would make sense, but for some reason with how uh, quirky things tend to work out, I'm going to guess that it's not. It is actually about as far east as you can get really? in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. Wow. Salem Springs in Arkansas, it's just like south of that. Salem Springs is a border town 
Um, is that how you Oklahoma say it? Asylum? I don't know. That's that's how I'm guessing it. Oh, I was going to go Siloam, but uh, it's just just south of that, basically. So, of course, yes, Westville is like like right on the Arkansas Oklahoma border. That's that's always how it works out. More Notre Dame slander on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Brian in Tulsa says, "Last time ND was relevant, I got an A on a test. Just so y'all know." I never got an A on a test. Mm, love that. Another says, ND is just dumb. Agree. Uh, Lou, <laughs> Lou Holtz could still talk without spitting the last time Notre Dame won a national championship. I think Lou Holtz was probably spitting back in 1988, too. This says, uh, Raider oh George says, gosh. what about Jacoby Johnson? What What about, I mean, I he's he's locked in. Yeah, I, what I, about him? I did, Hey, I forgot to tell you this. I was walking into the uh, OU Arkansas basketball game on Saturday, and the Mustang basketball team walked in the same time we did, and there was Jacoby Johnson. And I was reminded of the thunderous dunk that he threw down the night before as the Mustang basketball team was playing up in the Tulsa area. So Jacoby is playing basketball right now. He will play football at OU, and guys, he's really athletic, really athletic, really good player. Uh, Notre Dame fans are the type of people who would climb over a glass wall to see what's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not a national championship. We know that. By the way, this is apparently Notre Dame and Mule Shoe slander hour. So we had one texter say, Mule Shoe actually came to Stillwater to ask Gundy how to grow hair. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we saw some pics when Lincoln was here. It was, it was going fast up top. Oof. Notre Dame never had the honor of having Mike Leach on their sideline. Huh. Did Mike Leach never coach a game at uh, up in South Bend um, at Notre Dame Stadium? I let's see. I don't. Ed, I I don't, don't know. Uh, well, ninety yeah, ninety nine. He he would have. Yeah. Oh, you played Notre Dame at Notre Dame in South Bend in ninety nine. So oh, yeah, wow. he would have okay. coached there. Okay, there you go. Uh, is there any new info on Peyton Bowen? In terms of actual info, no, not really. Oklahoma, Notre Dame, and Oregon are all doing in homes with him over the next three days, and the word. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, the word is that Oklahoma is going to have the last in-home, which bodes well. But again, at this point, I I expect Peyton Bowen to be a Sooner. I think there are many that expect Peyton Bowen to be a Sooner. <laughs> Somebody on the text line said, how dumb are we all going to look when Bowen signs with Notre Dame? Yeah, if that That's going to be a bad if day. If that happens, we're all going to look really dumb. I will acknowledge that. Yeah, and it's uh, it might happen on signing day, and uh, Parker will be. Where are you going to be on signing day? One week from today. That by is the way. a brilliant question. I have Thank no you. idea. Hmm. Well, out and about in Middle America. Oh, so you'll be. You, there's no chance that you're going to be in the North Texas area. I will not be. No, you're not going to be in uh, Denton anywhere. I will not be in Denton. Okay. Well, I was just hoping that maybe Peyton Bowen was going to announce. Like, it's not even decided that he's going to announce on signing day, correct? So I guess I mean, you, can't, not- you can't plan on being there when it's not announced or known for sure that that's going to happen, I guess. Uh, somebody said, apparently the new info on Peyton Bowen is that his girlfriend is ugly. Just, yes, Notre Dame fans are slandering Peyton Bowen's girlfriend. It's so weird. That is, that is the it. new information. I just I don't understand Um it. What positions are OU coaches focusing on these final days before signing day? Asks one listener. Well, you pay attention to the targets that are left on the board. Here's what you got. You got Peyton Bowen. You got Micah Tease. You got Tessilia Kana. You got Marcus Strong. Jordan Allen is in play. Quincy Rhodes is in play. 
Chance Fitzgerald is in play, and then you got DJ Hicks and Damian Sanford kind of out on the periphery. So you're definitely looking at adding at least one more defensive back, an additional wide receiver, an additional defensive lineman, I think ideally an additional edge, and potentially an additional linebacker as well. So I think if Oklahoma could have their way, they would have five or six more commits over the next week here. Uh, this is from the 918. Please don't talk about DJ Hicks. His recruitment is tiring and really think Bowen has his mind made up just waiting to announce. <laughs> hey, do not bring up DJ Hicks. Okay, no his more DJ Hicks talk. It's tiring. As Total if, moratorium. As if someone's trying to tell us if a recruitment is uh, tiring or not. Um, speaking of DJ Hicks, though, seriously, I did see this on ESPN today. They had two of their guys. They did like a. Uh, they drafted recruits into two different super teams, and I think what Tom Luganville works for ESPN, right? He was one of the guys. I can't remember who the other one was. Anyway, the number one overall selections for twenty twenty three recruits into two super teams, JFA himself, Jackson Arnold, and the selection says I'm going to draft a little heavier in terms of guys I've seen in person this year. But he had the most impressive performance I saw. He has played against good competition at Geyer, and he has the excellent ability as a passer with the quick release, and he's dangerous as a runner. He's a true he's a true dual threat who, I think as a high school kid, can be a plug-and-play quarterback at Oklahoma. So one guy from ESPN, out of all the recruits in the 23 class, he's got to build a super team, he says, Give me JFA. Give me Jackson Arnold with my first okay, overall Okay, so Tom pick. Luganville is like the recruiting guy at ESPN, right? Uh, I think that's right. Yeah, like I, they don't employ many people just to do recruiting for them. He's one of the very few. It wasn't uh, Luganville who made that selection. Oh, okay, he okay, had the okay, number okay, two okay. overall selection. I was about to say, Tom, Keeley. come on. Why isn't Jackson Arnold your number one prospect then? Yeah. Some other guy with the last name Halbert? I don't oh, know. Craig? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, be- I believe Craig is heavily involved with the uh, Under Armour All-American game as well. Uh, Arnold was one. Uh, DJ Hicks was the 11th overall pick. Peyton Bowen was the 21st overall pick. Caden Green, the 23rd overall pick. P.J. Adabare, the 37th overall pick. And they selected 44 players. So there are pretty- plenty of OU representation on that top 44, basically, is, is how they did it. Uh, Coy on the text line says Notre Dame fans are acting like going at his girlfriend and saying all this other stuff is going to make him want to stay with Notre Dame. <laughs> at this point, like, here's the deal. Recruits these days just kind of have to make decisions independent of fan bases because there are bad apples everywhere. Like, trust me. I guarantee there are OU fans that have said nasty things about Peyton Bowen, too. This is not exclusive to Notre Dame. It's a lot more conspicuous with Notre Dame fans right now because they seemingly have a new meltdown about the kid every week. But... Fans in general and fan bases in general have more than a few ugly, unsavory characters. Yeah, but you, you, you don't mean any of them if he ends up signing with OU next week, <laughs> right? So uh, the 24-7 composite uh, quarterback rankings, I'm looking at it right now. Arch is one, Malachi Nelson two, Nico Lamalieva, three, and Jackson Arnold, four. That's the 24-7 sports composite, like how the quarterbacks list. It's hard for OU fans to accept that their QB commit is not top three, and I think Arnold has every right to be in that conversation. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Like, I know it doesn't mean anything, just out of curiosity. 
if not Jackson Arnold in this class and you could handpick any other quarterback to have, who would you who would you take? If not JFA. Oh man. See, here's the thing. My answer to this question would have shocked people if I had given this answer a month ago. But now this kid just flipped to Ohio State. Oh, I was like, Kansas so, six killer. That's no. what you're saying. And so everybody, like, people are starting to take notice of him. Lincoln Keenholz, out of Pierre, South Dakota, just flipped this morning from Washington to Ohio State. And I remember watching Lincoln Keenholz's film last January, or I guess this Jan- January of 2022, and thinking, how on earth are there not P5 programs galore after this kid? Well, now December rolls around. He's been committed to Washington since June. Ohio State came knocking on the door in late November and ended up flipping him. That's a guy that's a legitimate Division I prospect in three sports, football, basketball, and baseball. Uh, to me, he is and, – and nobody – in my mind, nobody is in, term, is in Jackson Arnold's class in terms of just – the diversity of their skill set as a quarterback and be in the complete package. I think you have some outstanding throwers. Nico's an outstanding thrower. Malachi Nelson's an outstanding thrower, as is Dante Moore. Jaden Rashad is in that same category. But I like me a quarterback with a little bit of athleticism, too. And that's what sets Jackson Arnold apart in this class. And that's why I think Lincoln Keenholz, who just earned his fourth star not too long ago and just flipped this morning from Washington to Ohio State, that is a guy that I like a lot and no. believe he's going to be very successful at the next level. My question is, does he end up in the portal in a year or two? Because the guy that Ohio State's got coming behind him, Dylan Riola, make no mistake, that is a dude that could start and excel from day one. No well, he problem. might be the number one overall player in 2024. Yeah. He's going to have a like, chance. Like, Lincoln Keenholz is good. Dylan Riola is freaking elite. Yeah, no, he is. But that that's a nice, uh, that's a nice get for Ohio State because what Florida State flipped – one of Ohio State's quarterbacks commit less than a month ago, and so now they flip Washington's four-star quarterback commit. And I noticed today that he is from the state of South Dakota. He is. Um, can you name I, – I, I have four here. I looked it up before the show today. Can you name any famous athletes from the state of South Dakota? Well, hail from the state of South Dakota. Okay, here we go. Josh Heupel is one. Okay, but with ties there, yeah, sure, yes. What do you mean with ties there? Yeah, so yeah, you- yes, yes, yes. Josh uh, okay, one. I guess he's not originally from there. So are we saying like birthplace? I I went with like like yeah, birthplace people who lived in like are from South Dakota. Again, this is according to Wikipedia, by the way. So. Adam Vinatieri. Yes, nice one. That is one of the four on the list. Okay, okay. So I'm one for four so far. Yeah. Oh boy. The uh, the other one is MMA. I don't know how much you know UFC. Yeah, if it's UFC, I won't know. So Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's from South yes. Dakota. Yes. Wow. Okay. Didn't know that. Uh, Becky Hammond is on the list. Wouldn't have guessed that either. And how about former Minnesota Viking Chad Greenway, who is uh, a native of wow. South Dakota? Okay. Didn't realize he was. And from I South think Dakota that's either. about it from the state of South Dakota. That is pretty much about <laughs> it. I was like Adam Minitari, and that's all I got. And Mark Ellis, the baseball player, who was in the. Who is portrayed in Moneyball? I guess yep. is also from South Dakota. Yep. But other than that, not a whole lot to not a whole lot of representation sports wise from South Dakota. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Travis Davidson joins us next from T Town. We'll catch up with him, talk some portal recruiting, and a whole lot more. Keep it locked on the ref.
Well, on Wednesdays at 2.35, it's locked in with McComas, Thune, and Davidson. Travis joins us now from Ash Cigar Bar. What's going on, dude? Bueller? Uh-oh. Do we not have Travis from Ash uh, Cigar He's Bar? connected. I definitely don't hear him, though. Okay. Well, uh, we'll hopefully uh, get to Travis here sometime very soon. Why do I think that Malachi Coleman's going to end up uh, committing to Coach Prime here? And he ju- he just canceled a visit, and I guess he's going to Colorado instead. Yeah, I mean, like Coach Prime gonna get him. Yeah, look, Malachi wants to go somewhere where he can compete at a high level, compete for championships, and that, that that's gonna be the key aspect of Prime's pitch to him is sell him on Colorado being competitive while he is there. Um, and look. Colorado's already added some players to that recruiting class. Say what you will about Dylan Edwards, and I have lots to say about Dylan Edwards, but that dude's dynamic. One of the fastest players in the country at any position. Morgan Pearson out of Ardmore, Oklahoma. Tremendous football player. Versatile. Athletic. Tough-nosed. When you look at this class for Colorado and it's gradually expanding, they just added, added another Oklahoma kid, Tage McCoy, out of Putnam City North, I believe. Putnam City North, Putnam City – I don't remember. Uh, Oklahoma City kid. Uh, Dion's starting to put himself together a nice little class. It just needs a true crown jewel, and that's what Malachi Coleman would be. So I'll yeah. be interested to see what kind of headway Colorado can make with him. Uh, four-star edge Reuben Bain committed to Miami. So the Canes did not have a great year. What do they finish? Five and seven on the season, but they're going to finish with the top ten class. They're rolling right now. Uh, yeah, they're not done either. Nick Ever, Yeah, they're not done. Nick Evers had a, uh, a photo of him in a Wisconsin uniform. So I'm guessing he took – Took a Wisconsin visit, or the badges, the early leader for yeah, were, uh, Nick Evers. You want to know how how in demand Nick Evers was when he hit the portal? How in demand? He had forty two schools reach out. to Wow, him. nice. Any, that, anybody to note other than uh, Wisconsin, I, who we already know? Maybe Oklahoma State. Yeah, they need just, a QB. And, and again, there will be somebody on the text line uh, within seconds saying. Lord knows Davis Bevel wouldn't get 42 schools on the phone with him if he were to hit the transfer portal, which is probably true, Yeah, to be fair. Uh, OU, I guess, made a uh, quarterback offer for 2024, four-star? Yeah, which was interesting because it's Luke Cromenhoke, four-star kid who's currently committed to Florida State. And look, I want to be clear. My opinion as it pertains to the quarterback position for Oklahoma in the 2024 recruiting cycle has not changed at all. I still expect it to be Michael Hawkins. This gives off major David Peavy vibes. You remember when OU offered David Peavy and nothing ever really came of it, but it was there was some there was some short momentum, like for the first day or two, like, ooh, maybe this could be imminent. And you're right, we haven't talked about it like, you know, in like a month now. Yeah. And nothing ended up coming of it. It was just like there was the offer, there was some immediate smoke, and then everything died down. It, to me, what it felt like was, because as we talked about yesterday, as a matter of fact, coincidentally, uh, it just so happened that that came the same day in mere hours after USC offered Taylor Wine, who at the time was a heavy OU lean and eventual OU commit. And it kind of felt like that was OU's message to Muleshoe and USC, that, hey, you try to mess with our guy, we'll come mess with yours. So is it... Is it Jeff Levy trying to screw with Florida State before the bowl game? Is that what it boils down to? Because 
I don't think Luke Cromenhoek ends up at OU. I don't think anybody but Michael Hawkins ends up at OU, at least the way things are trending right now. Text line, Taj McCoy, PC Original Pirates. Okay, thank you. you. Uh, Was there a possibility to keep Evers? Well, before he entered in the portal, yeah, but once he hit the portal, no. I mean, he was looking to go elsewhere. I mean, and really you can say that, you know, probably not after the way that the season played out for Nick Evers, especially that OU Texas game. But, yeah, I mean, there's some things that could have been said or I guess even promised to Nick Evers to keep him, but that was that was never going to happen. Nick Evers is just, um, I mean, he was just in a really tough spot. I, Gabriel's coming back, and he's probably going to be your starter next year. And the guy behind him is one of the best quarterbacks in an entire recruiting cycle and is a five-star player that the fan base is all excited about. He's just that – it's always tough to be that in-between guy, Parker. You're in-between the starter that's older than you and you're older than the uh, the guy that's coming in that's a five-star player. It's just a tough spot to be in, and most likely you're never going to get serious playing time when you're in that spot. So, Travis Davidson, are you there? Do we have you connected yet? Hmm. Still nothing. Okay. Well, dang. Okay. Clearly, the technology is lying to us because the screen in front of me says that Travis Davidson is connected. We cannot hear his voice. Yeah, so well, hopefully... Uh, we'll get it figured out in the break. Uh, I, and I mean, hopefully I can hear him soon, or I might be in here all by myself for three hours, and nobody wants that. I certainly don't want that, to have to do three hours all by myself today. Uh, no, thank you. 405-651-3439. We'll get to a few, few more of your texts here uh, before we hit the break. Evers would not have started once DG leaves. It's going to be the JFA show. Yeah, I think we all agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, any updates or actual evidence that Muleshoe is actually in Stillwater? I haven't seen a photo. I need to see a photo. It's not that I don't trust whoever texted that in on the Air Comfort Solutions sex line. I just need to see a photo. I need to know without a shadow of a doubt that it's real. Has OU been talking with the Zadavian Sims kid from Durant lately? Yes. Feels like I've seen him all over social media, but it's been all these other schools tagged in the videos, not OU. Yes, OU's still talking to him. I still think OU's in very good position for Zadavian Sims. There's been a lot of Michigan State smoke as of late. I think that will slowly begin to ebb. Zach says, I don't understand all the excitement about recruitment and signing day when these kids can simply sign to a school, play a year, and then transfer. Yeah, well. Well, the hope is that that's not going to happen at OU, at least with your really good players that you sign. They're going to play three or four years here and then be on their way. That's a good point, though, Tyler. We should just cancel this show. (laughs) No more recruiting talk, ever. We won't cancel the show. We'll just cancel the show on signing day next week. (laughs) Since it doesn't matter. There's plenty of reasons to be excited about signing day next week. Jackson Arnold is going to sign. P.J. Adabare, five-star, going to sign. You're going to have your first five-star defensive player in in a bit. That's something to be excited about. Jackson Arnold, everyone's saying that he's the truth and he's the future at that position here at OU. He's going to sign. And maybe even some surprises will be along the way as well. I I can easily, easily give you some reasons as to be uh, excited about signing day next week. A&M has another portal entry. Every single day it happens, seemingly. There's another one today. A wide receiver that was a four-star in the 2021 class. Yul Keith Brown, if I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly. Um, I, I just can't imagine 
what their depth looks like right now on their roster. And they're not bringing in a recruiting class that's going to have 28 to 30 guys, Parker. Um, and we'll see what they do in the portal, but I just I kind of question their ability to bring in legit talent to replace the talent that is out the door in the portal. Like A&M had another bad year, or just had a bad year, and I don't know, man. I, I tend to think that they're going to have another really bad year next year, judging by what their roster looks like going into next season. They're going to need to perform some patching up. No question about it. And I think you look at guys in their recruiting class right now, DJ Hicks is a guy that's going to have the opportunity to play right away, regardless of who's on the depth chart in front of him. He's that good. Ruben Owens is a guy that's going to play right away. And so you have some answers, but there are a lot more questions than answers right now for Jimbo. And he's going to enter the 2023 season on the hottest of seats. Yeah, will there be anyone in college football on a hotter seat than Jimbo Fisher entering the year? No, I guess no, I don't think there will. Be. I guess someone could get in trouble this offseason. That is always on the table for this sport. But as of right now, yeah, I don't, I don't think I can't think of anyone that's be on a hotter seat than uh, than Jimbo Fisher. Uh, maybe Mike Gundy. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Like talking about things that could happen this offseason. I guess Mike Gundy could enter into that conversation no, if something to, were to go wrong. Mike Gundy is never getting fired. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. We'll close up. Locked in. Coming up next. Let's try this again. Yeah, just run it back. Trav, what's up? What's going on out there at Ash Cigar Bar? Man, uh, these it's a conspiracy, man. I don't know why you guys are uh, trying to trying to hold me down. D platform grill boy. With, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. T- well, actually, you know what? I almost didn't want to. Uh, I almost didn't want to come on, Tyler, and I and I'll tell you why. Uh-oh. I'm I'm pretty sure Parker. Um, has outed himself as big recruiting services often do, you know. Funny how a Washington commit, you know, is, you know, just kind of a lowly Washington commit. We're not thinking much of him. But now that he's flipped to Ohio State, he's Parker's favorite quarterback in the class. I know. Funny how that works. You know, all these uh, big recruiting sites that anytime a, a, you know, a big player commits to somewhere like Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, they shoot up the rankings. But you know, so so you know what? I was a little I was a little concerned when I heard that. I'm part of the problem. I'll acknowledge you know I trust. I'm I'm telling you what, like it, it's amazing that once somebody goes to Ohio State, all of a sudden they're the best quarterback in the class. Weird stuff, huh, Tyler? Yeah, he did make the comment earlier that uh, he thinks that kid played better high school competition than Jackson Arnold uh, up there in South Dakota. Actually, he did not say that yeah. as much as I wanted to joke about that. Somebody's going to take that, that seriously. The text line is going to take that <laughs> seriously, and, well, no one really deserves that, now do they? Um, uh, uh, Notre Dame fans deserve something like that bad to happen to them with the way that they're acting, Travis. Jeez. It's almost like they know Peyton Bowen's going to flip, and it's just they are trying to burn the house down before it happens. Yeah, well, and the problem is – Every fan base, right? We can talk. Every fan base has these type of folks. I mean, when we were going through the Hicks commitment, um, or the the late silent flip, if you will, kind of kind of doing the same thing. But 
it's it's rough, man. Notre Dame. I don't know. I, I don't know what they what they're thinking saying some of this stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, bringing the girlfriend into it. I mean, message boards are are, are where some pretty weird stuff happens. But bringing the girlfriend into it, bringing the um, you know all kinds of different personal things into it, BV, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, good lord, guys, just go touch grass. Uh, by the way, I'm sure we've gotten so many texts today. I haven't been able to get to uh, all of them. I'm sure someone's been asking about Braylon Presley. Well, we'll just ask Travis about Braylon Presley. It doesn't seem like there's been a whole lot of movement or new news when it comes to Presley and OU. Uh, should we just take that as well as much as we might want it to happen? It just doesn't feel like it's going to happen? Or like, what's what's kind of your feel with the situation? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting less and less confident by the day. And it's one of those things that, you know, fool me once, if you will. You know, it. Last year, this time, I was begging, you know, for OU to make a move on Presley, uh, make a move on Braylon. That is, I'll start using first names because they got a bunch of talented people in that family. Uh, make a move on Braylon, and you know, at the time, they had the excuse of, well, we've got, you know, we've already got a Braylon in the class in Relique Brown. Okay, well, now you don't have that, but. Uh oh, Robo Trav, Robo Trav. It might be one of those days uh, for him uh, out there. Trav, if you can get reconnected, uh, we'll see. Oh no, wait, he's good now. His connection's clear. Uh oh, no more Robo Trav. I don't think so. Oh no, never mind. Robo Trav is back. Robo Trav, no Trav. Well, yeah, ho- we're going to have to kill that. Hopefully the uh, connection's a little bit better before we start the uh, top of the hour of the rush. Um, before you get out of here, OU offers Dylan Wade. What can you tell yeah. us about Dylan Wade? As a guy that's very in demand among P5 schools right now as an offensive lineman. And he's right up the road in Tulsa, so I would figure OU has a pretty good shot here. Still early, still gathering intel on that whole process, but that's a name I'd get to know for sure. Yeah, um, they're going to try to bring in some portal offensive linemen. They made an offer what, late last week to an offensive lineman from UTEP, I believe, yep. who had some accolade, accolades by his name in uh, Conference USA, which is um, which is interesting. So, yeah, the, the portal offers just continue to go out by the day for OU, so we'll continue to monitor those. That'll do it for Parker. The rush is coming up next. Keep it locked in the ref.